special welcome to any friends, guests, or visitors that we have with us. We're, we're so glad that you are here, and welcome to those who are joining us online or by phone. Good to have you with us this morning as well. And good to see that it looks like most people remember to change their clocks an hour ahead, so glad, glad to be with you this morning. <laughs> Just a few announcements before we begin. Um, first of all, uh, the Worship Commission decided that they want to try something a little different for the prayers of the people, the prayers of intercession during Lent. And so you may have seen in the back, uh, there's a little display back there with different colors of paper. And uh, you're invited to write uh, prayer requests um, on a few different categories on those colors of paper. And then during our prayers of the people, uh, we will read uh, those prayers. So if you didn't get a chance to do that, maybe we can uh, we're going to try it for the season of Lent, so if you didn't do it today, there'll be other opportunities. In the, yeah, go ahead. Can sure, yeah. Maybe if, could, could a few of the ushers pass around some of those pieces of paper? Or Yeah. Yeah, so if, if you have a prayer request, uh, you can uh, even sneak back there and write it down and put it in the basket, and then we'll... Um, and then at the time of prayers, Kaya, do you just want to grab that basket and... Okay. Yeah, you can bring it, bring it up to me if you want. All right, it's an experiment, so we're, we're figuring it out as we go. So. <laughs> uh, and after church today, um, we're having a, a listening session with um, two local business owners who want to develop 1925 uh, Winnebago Street, which is across the street. It's the old Operation Fresh Start building. Um, they want to turn it into a music hall, and they reached out to us to talk about how that might impact Trinity and see if there's some kind of way uh, we could figure out some kind of parking agreement. And so they're going to be sharing their proposal after church today. Uh, and I think in the announcement we put the fellowship hall. I think we're actually going to keep it up here just because we've got uh, better microphones up here. So after church, uh, stay up here. It might take us a few minutes to get that set up because uh, they have a PowerPoint and things like that. But we'll, we'll have that listening session up here after church. And after the presentation and our questions, they, they've offered to open up that building across the street um, and let you walk through it if you're interested, and they'll have some coffee and donuts and juice over there as well. So uh, stick around after church if you would like to be part of that listening session. Next Sunday after church, we have uh, the, the O'Darby Irish Folk Band coming to play. Uh, they'll be playing downstairs in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Um, so join, join us after church next Sunday for some Irish music as we uh, honor St. Patrick's. Next Sunday is also the first Sunday that Madison Church, which is a, uh, uh, another church that doesn't own their own building, so they're looking for a new place to rent uh, for their worship services. And they're going to, we're trying a three-month trial period with them starting next Sunday as well. So you might see them coming and going next week as well. Uh, finally, just as an update to our prayers, um, Donna Dochamp passed away this week, and so I ask you to pray for Donna's family. Her service will be uh, at Gunderson on March 27th. So uh, we'll share more of that information as we get closer to that time. Are there any other announcements we should make before we begin today? If not, we'll begin our service with our prelude music.
you stand as you are able and face the baptismal font. In the name of God, who makes a way in the wilderness, walks with us and guides us in our pilgrimage. Amen. Holy One, we confess that we have wandered far from you. We have not trusted your promises. We have ignored your prophets in our own day. We have squandered our inheritance of grace. We have failed to recognize you in our midst. Have mercy on us. Forgive us and turn us again to you. Teach us to follow in your ways. Assure us again of your love and help us to love our neighbor. Beloved in Christ, the word draws near to you, and all who call out to God shall be saved. In Jesus, God comes to you again and again and gathers you under wings of love. In Jesus' name, your sins are forgiven. God journeys with you and teaches you how to live in love. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you.
Let us pray. God of the covenant, in the mystery of the cross, you promise everlasting life to the world. Gather all peoples into your arms and shelter us with your mercy, that we may rejoice in the life we share in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. first lesson is from Genesis, chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and cut them in two, laying each half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram, and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. Word of God, word of life. against me, my heart will not fear. 
rise up against me, my trust will not be shaken. One thing I ask the Lord, one thing I The second reading is from Philippians chapter 3. Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction. Their God is the belly and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and it is from there that we are expecting a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation that it may be conformed to the body of his glory by the power that also enables him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, 
Stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. Word of God, word of life. Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 13th chapter. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me, Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen who gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the day, t- until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you, friends, in the name of Jesus. Amen. About halfway down the western slope of the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, there's a little church called Dominus Flevit. Dominus Flevit means in Latin, the Lord wept. This little church is shaped like a teardrop because it recalls an incident in which Jesus wept over the future fate of Jerusalem. This poignant incident occurred when Jesus triumphantly entered Jerusalem on the first Palm Sunday, when crowds threw their cloaks on the road in front of him and shouted, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Looking down on the city, and this is in Luke 19 now, looking down on the city, Jesus wept over it as he prophesied its future destruction. Enemies would set up ramparts, he said, surround you, hem you in on every side, crush you to the ground, and they will not leave you with one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God, Jesus said. But 40 years after the lifetime of Jesus, in 70 AD, these things came to pass. Roman legions besieged Jerusalem, and after six months of fighting, burnt the temple and leveled the city. Inside this church, Dominus Flevit, At the foot of the altar is a unique mosaic. It pictures a hen gathering her her chicks under her wings, recalling Christ's words from today's text, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you are not willing. This image of Christ as the mother hen is what sticks out to me this day. As you can see in our gospel passage, things start out rather violently. The Pharisees inform Jesus, Herod wants to kill you. Jesus responds, go tell that fox I will keep on driving out demons. This reading is from Luke's travel narrative because in Luke chapter 9, verse 51, the text says that Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem. 
And for much of the rest of the gospel leading up to the story of Holy Week, Jesus is journeying towards Jerusalem, which is another way of saying he is journeying towards the cross. It's not precisely said why Herod wants to kill Jesus in this text. Perhaps Herod thought of Jesus as the successor of John the Baptist, whom who Herod also killed. Calling Herod a fox, Jesus implies that Herod is a deceptive or wily person, or perhaps both. But Jesus is also somewhat dismissive because he says that no matter what Herod wants to do, Jesus must continue with his ministry. He must keep on doing what he's been doing, casting out demons, healing, teaching. He must continue his journey to Jerusalem, and Herod cannot get in the way of that. In a way, Jesus says, I don't care what Herod is saying about me. I have a path before me. Jesus is determined to make this journey for our sake, for the sake of creation. As commentator Lena Thompson says, while Herod is like a fox waiting to devour, Jesus offers up an unexpected response. He doesn't get pulled into the fear of Herod's threats. He doesn't plan retaliation. Instead, Jesus remains focused on what he is sent to do, and he reaches for an odd image to describe the way he saw himself in relationship to the children of Jerusalem who were in trouble. How I long to gather you, Jesus says, like a mother hen. Don't we expect Jesus to fight back, to be a little bit more uh, confrontational or victorious over Herod? Maybe to make a plan to kill Herod before he gets to him? But his response is almost laughable in a way. Again, Thompson says, I can hear the disciples and the Pharisees questioning whether or not Jesus really understood the danger he was in. Jesus knew full well what was coming his way. He knew that it was dangerous. But using violence to combat violence doesn't free anyone, Jesus knows. As hard as it is to imagine, that wasn't the way that Jesus intended to bring peace. So we're given this image of the fox versus the hen. Now, I imagine mother hens can be pretty ferocious, but it is odd that Jesus would choose this image. We might expect Jesus to pick a a different image, a more fearsome image. Why not describe himself as the Lion of Judah? Perhaps it would have made more sense if he would have picked the lion, because because if you were facing off a fox versus a lion, you would pick the lion every single time. But instead, Jesus says, Herod is a fox and I am a hen. As a mother hen, Jesus longs to gather us together. He hovers and broods over all of us. This hen, she spreads her wings and shields us from danger, from the threat of violence from those foxes who come to devour and keep us fearful in this world. She sits there, covering us under her wings. We can hear an intimate intimate close call to us, We can feel her heartbeat and the warmth of her. This is not a distant Jesus. This is a Jesus who is close to us. This is Jesus longing for Jerusalem and its people as he journeyed toward the cross. Jesus' lament over Jerusalem reveals a desire for relationship, a desire for well-being. Jesus is saying that Jerusalem has refused to listen to those messengers who proclaim the justice and reign of God. And for that reason, Jerusalem stands under judgment. But it's important to remember that when judgment is declared, when God's judgment is declared, the purpose is that we might know our plight, repent, and be renewed. Judgment is pronounced only for the sake of salvation. The mother hen wishes to draw near to us and draw us together. The mother hen wishes to protect us from the foxes of this world, from the violence of this world. The mother hen is calling us home, offering us safety. In this season of Lent, 
May the Spirit of God cultivate in us the same sacrificial embodied longing to gather our communities into the loving care and protection of Jesus, our Mother Hen. Amen. confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church, the world, and all who are in need. You hear us when we cry to you. Attend to those expecting a child and console those who have experienced miscarriage. Comfort veterans enduring post-traumatic stress. Shield those endangered by domestic violence 
uphold those who are ill or grieving. Hear now the prayers of our community for our loved ones. We pray for Sandy, that you would keep him safe, give him the promise you give us all. We pray for those going through chemotherapy, give them strength to get through their treatment regimen. We pray especially for Randy, Myron, Denia, Rick, Vicki, Lynn, Harley, Kristen, and Bob. Merciful God, hear our prayer. You create the entire universe and call it good. Hinder those who would cause further destruction to our planet's fragile ecosystems and augment the calls of those who advocate for thoughtful stewardship of the Earth's resources. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You gather the church into a community of mercy and grace. Hear now our prayers for Trinity and the mission of the church. Dear Heavenly Father, give us the hope of peace, Lord. Give us the joy of loving all people all over the world. We lift up prayers because faith is a fleeting thing. Lord, please recognize my weakness. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You raise up leaders committed to love and justice. We pray for peace in our world and especially in Ukraine. We pray for the well-being of our community. Hear now our prayers for the wider world, our neighborhood, state, country, and the earth. We lift up prayers for all experiencing housing insecurity, homelessness, high rent, canceled leases, or moving expenses that burden their budget. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You welcome us into your heavenly realm. We give thanks for those whose labors on earth are ended and who now rest with you, especially Donna. On the final day, gather all of us with them in your loving arms. Merciful God, receive, receive our prayer. Accept the prayers we bring, O oh God, on behalf of a world in need, for the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Just take a moment to share a sign of peace with those around you. Peace be with you. Oh, okay, so I'll get things set up.
Please stand as you are able. Let us pray. Extravagant God, you have blessed us with the fullness of creation. Now we gather at your feast where you offer us the food that satisfies. Take and use what we offer here. Come among us and feed us with your body and the blood of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right and salutary that we should all times and all places offer thanks and praise to you. O Lord, Holy Father, through Christ our Lord, you bid your people cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast. Renew our zeal in faith and life and bring us to the fullness of grace that belongs to the children of God. And so with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. You are indeed holy, O God, the fountain of all holiness. You bring light from darkness, life from death, speech from silence. We worship you for our lives and for the world you give us. We thank you for a new world to come and for the love that will rule all in all. We praise you for the grace shown to Israel, your chosen, the people of your promise, the rescue from Egypt, the gift of the promised land, the memory of the fathers, the homecoming from exile, and the prophets' words that will not be in vain. In all this, we bless you for your only begotten Son, who fulfilled and will fulfill all your promises. Remember on the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, it's my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, gave for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Christ has died. Christ Christ is is risen. Christ Christ will come again. Therefore, gracious parent, with this bread and cup, we remember the life our Lord offered for us. And believing in the witness of his resurrection, we await his coming in power to share with us the great and promised feast. Amen. Amen. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Send now, we pray, your Holy Spirit, the Spirit of our Lord and of his resurrection, that we who receive the Lord's body and blood may live to praise your glory and receive our inheritance with all your saints in light. Amen. Amen. Come, Come, Holy Spirit. Join our prayers with those of your servants of every time and every place. 
and unite them with the ceaseless petitions of our great high priest until he comes as victorious Lord of all. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and glory are yours, now and forever. Please be seated while we share some instructions for communion. To communion today, you'll uh, come up the side aisles, and at the front of the side aisles, there are two tables up here in the front that have uh, a place where you can pick up an empty cup. You'll bring your empty cup to the railing where it will be filled with wine and where you'll receive bread. If you desire or need grape juice or gluten-free wafers, those are at these side tables as well. Just grab them and bring them forward. After you've communed at the railing, you'll return down the center aisle and place your empty cup in the bowl here by the center aisle. We want all friends, guests, and visitors to know that you are very welcome to commune with us today. This is the Lord's table, not Trinity Lutheran's table. In the invitation comes from Christ. Here is food and drink for the journey. Take and be filled. given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. Christ given for you. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the body of Christ given for you.
Please stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen, keep, and unite us now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Blessed Jesus, in this rich meal of grace, you have fed us with your body, the bread of life. Now send us forth to bear your life-giving hope to a world in need. Amen. Amen. are children of God, anointed with the oil of gladness and strengthened for the journey. Almighty God, motherly, majestic, and mighty, bless you this day and always. Amen. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is to proclaim and celebrate the love of Jesus Christ, to live as God's servants in the world, and to be a caring and healing community. Go in peace. Jesus meets us on the way. Thanks be to God.